Welcome to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, a bi-weekly look at all things related to the growing elite clubs nationally, the ECNL. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com. Now, here's your host for Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, former U.S. soccer press officer and longtime soccer broadcaster, Dean Linke. The fifth annual ECNL Coaching Symposium powered by U.S. Club Soccer will take place this weekend in Las Vegas, tied as well to their AGM. The educational event will feature top coaching and leadership experts from around the world, giving those in attendance a collaborative environment to share best practices, resources, and tools to continue to innovate and push the game of soccer forward. With an all-star lineup here to break down this weekend, four of the leaders of the ECNL, Christian Labors, the president and CEO, Doug Bracken, the vice president, Jen Winnigal, the COO and commissioner of ECNL Girls, and the ECNL Boys Commissioner. Jason Cutney. We'll have all four of them when we return after this message from the ECNL. As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country with a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. I am Dean Linky, and this is a big week for the ECNL. It's the fifth annual ECNL coaching symposium, which will also be tied to their AGM. The coaching symposium is powered by U.S. Club Soccer. The educational event will feature top coaching and leadership experts from around the world, giving those in attendance a collaborative environment to share best practices, resources, and tools to continue to innovate and push the game of soccer forward. Much like the town hall we did over a year ago, we have the same wonderful leaders of the ECNL, the president and CEO, Christian Labors, Vice President Doug Bracken, the Chief Operating Officer and Girls Commissioner Jen Winnigal, and the Boys Commissioner Jason Cutney. Jason, we'll start with you, but I want to ask all four of you, as somebody that got invited this year to go, I'll be doing podcasts, what can I expect at the ECNL 5th Annual Coaching Symposium? We'll start with you, Jason. Well, thanks for having us, Dean. I mean, I think the one thing that really stands out to me about the ECNL AGM and Symposium over the last few years is just how we are able to bring in presenters that really drag you outside of the box of just the, the lines of the field. So it helps teaching soccer players and, and soccer coaches in terms of what to look for on the field outside of just the X's and O's. And I think it brings a level of insight to the game that we normally as soccer coaches and directors don't always think about. So for me, it's just a creative thinking. It's, it's thinking outside the box. It's the leadership. It's the culture. It's things that you just don't always get in a training session or in a game. Jen Winnigo, in your words, what can I expect? Yeah, really echoing off of what Jason said, and again, thanks, Dean, for having us here, but 
is reconnecting with our fellow directors and staff members amongst the league and beyond, because it is truly a mix of just collaborating different ideas and levels of whether you're a new coach or an established director. And thinking outside the box is really huge. I think bringing in these, these experts outside of the field of soccer and within is really huge. And just like really opening up those lines of communication amongst one another within our league and around the ECNL is really huge. I think that's the biggest piece that I'm looking forward to sharing the ideas. Doug Bracken, same question. I've said this many times. I think one of the best outcomes of this league and starting this league was it brought directors and leaders of soccer at the youth level together. And it allowed us to collaborate and talk and, and get outside of the competitive games that were normally the only times we really saw each other. So I think you can expect to see the who's who and leaders of youth soccer in this country and be able to interact with them when this is what we do that's invaluable. Christian, you've already told me my eyes are going to be wide open. I'm pumped. Talk to me. Yeah, Dean, I think everybody here has, has said it well. The community aspect of everybody coming together in one spot and reconnecting, especially after the last couple of years where we really haven't had this opportunity, is really exciting. The idea sharing that comes, whether it's from the experts that are there presenting or from the peers around the room and talking about solving problems or issues that everybody's facing. I think the last thing is, the AGM is where we get ideas from our membership. We talk directly to the coaches and the directors about what the league is doing now, what we're thinking for the future, and we get ideas and recommendations and thoughts from them on how to make the league better. And I think that's one of the most important things that sets our league apart is that connection with coaches on the ground to be able to quickly adapt, evolve, and grow. Similar question, rapid fire form. Back to you, Jason. What are you most excited about? The presenters that we have coming in are all excellent. And, you know, again, I, I remember a few years ago when Doug Lemoff first spoke, what he delivered in his presentation really spoke to me. It was about teaching teachers. It made me think in a way that I'd never really thought before about, you know, some of these creative options that teachers in under-resourced areas of the country, the ways they engage with kids. So I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to Doug again. But for me, Cody Gandy and Echelon Front, bringing some leadership from Navy SEALs and from the Marines into the youth soccer sphere for me is going to be awesome. And we'll have a deeper breakdown on the speakers in a moment. Jen, what are you most excited about? I'm really excited about getting everyone back together. As, as Christian mentioned, is it's been a few years since we've gotten together sharing ideas. And really, this panel is the most elaborate panel we've had so far in our symposium. Again, our symposium's pretty young. I'm looking forward to just getting together, listening to these experts, getting outside of our comfort zones, and learning more about what we can provide to the game. Doug Bracken. I'm really looking forward to this lineup of speakers because every year you go in with one thought as a, as a coach and the X's and O's of the game, but you come out of it with so much more of what goes on outside the lines and, and mental preparation and, you know, building teams and winning cultures. I think this is by far our most unique lineup of presenters. So I'm just really excited to hear the perspective they have from their professions, their areas, and how I can take that to make myself and uh, my staff better. None of you said having the podcast host there, and I don't think Christian will either. Christian, what are you most excited about? Well, Dan, I'm glad you brought that up because it certainly isn't going to be talking to Doug because I have to deal with him almost every single day. So, And I think Jason probably meant the casino at some point, being a guy from 
out east. But everybody said it here. I think one of the special parts is the relationships between everybody in the league. And that includes our partners and sponsors. It's the peers on the field. And Dean, it's guys like you, the voice behind all of soccer in America. I mean, to hear those tones echoing in the halls of the casino will be will be a special moment for all of us. <laughs> Listen, before we do get to the speakers and before we started this podcast, you had some great PowerPoint presentations from way back in 2011, 2012, 2013. So we'll go in reverse order. What's been your best memory about this special event, either AGM or the Coaches Symposium or both? I was looking back at those uh, PowerPoints that you mentioned. I certainly would not share them today. I, I think our PowerPoint skills have greatly increased since 2011. What I saw was a lot of flashy colors and a probably a thousand words per slide, which is probably the worst PowerPoint presentation in the, in the world. It is really interesting to look back and see the issues that we were talking about at different times in the league. I remind you that at one point in this league, we had two flights, Challenge A and Challenge B, and there were some good things to that, and there were some difficult things to that. There was a year here where we were debating, I think it was 2012, the substitution rule. That was back when people were sending us emails blaming us for their kids' lack of college scholarships because our substitution rule of no reentry took away opportunity. And you know, to see that debate being raised again, and then rules and all the different platforms that we've created, you can just see through these PowerPoints that quite honestly, they took a long time to actually get better because they were they were pretty bad looking for multiple years now. I, ho I hope this uh, year's presentations will be a lot better. I think having seen a little bit of a sense of the uh, graphics and videos that our creative services team has put together, I think this is going to be a lot more entertaining than some of the other AGMs. Well said. Doug Bracken, your best memory of this event. Well, it wasn't really this event, but kind of. It was actually the presentation that Christian and I and another small group of people presented to the initial 40 clubs that joined the league in Las Vegas. So it's kind of interesting that we've decided to go back to Las Vegas, but we were in Las Vegas and we had prepared all the framework around what the league would be and how it would work. And Christian and I had spent a lot of time doing that and we were set up to present it to the 40 initial clubs. Well, of course, Christian conveniently uh, had his flight delayed and so he did not actually show up to the meeting. So I was then forced and thrust into the role of having to present to these 40 clubs I was a little bit nervous to say the least, but I think it all kind of ended up working out. Obviously, I didn't blow it for us. I think there was another AGM, maybe at the convention that we had, where Christian had an accident and he couldn't attend, and I had to then run that AGM as well. So some of this has been Christian's failure to really show up at the event, and I've had to, as any good vice president does, uh, pick up the slack. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it's only the 57th time we've heard that story, by the way, Doug. So thanks for keeping it fresh. Jen, your You're best welcome. memory of this event. Yeah, well, I'm coming at a different angle. Wasn't here right at the start, but um, really at one of the most pivotal moments for the ECNL where we met up in Chicago for a member meeting and there's some healthy debate. I think that's the best way to, to describe it. And we came out of it really just examining ourselves as a league and and coming out of it, expanding into what we are today, having a boys and girls side. So that was my most memorable experience, just being a part of that, 
learning. I was still pretty young in the in the ECNL years, as it as I could say, and then really just helping pave the way to where we are. And a lot has transpired since then. So that stands out the best. I believe, <laughs> Jen, you're referring to the Chicago debate where we used prisoners' dilemma in Dallas soccer and big personalities in Dallas soccer and decisions in the prisoners' dilemma, which. Shockingly, Dane, the prisoner's dilemma, again, it proved to be prophetic because even though everybody was educated on it, we still ended up uh, everybody in jail from that particular discussion. Good stuff. We'll wrap up this first segment with Jason Cutney's best memory. I think for me, the interesting thing is in 2019 at the AGM Symposium was when I sat down with Christian and Doug and and we spoke about me joining the ECNL. So that that certainly is a fond memory for me. I I hope it's fond for those guys as well, but uh, maybe they have buyer's remorse bringing me on board. I'm not sure. But that was certainly one of them. And, and, you know, that first year for me in the league as as ECNL commissioner, the next year at the AGM was interesting because for the first time I met people face to face. You know, a lot of that before that was phone calls and I think the beauty of these types of things is when you get people together face to face, it gives an opportunity to really get to know them better and, and talk about all the different things going on in their club and just build a personal relationship. So two good fond memories for me. The ECNL Coaching Symposium and AGM taking place this weekend in Las Vegas. We have Christian Lavers, Doug Bracken, Jen Winnego, and Jason Cutney. A lot of them have already teased some of the speakers they're looking forward to. We'll break down the speaker list at this weekend's exciting event after these messages. Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The ECNL is pleased to announce Quick Goal as the official goal provider and partner for ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys, a new partnership created to support the growth and development of the country's top players, clubs, and coaches. At all national events, including national playoffs and national finals, the Quick Goal Coaches Corner will provide hospitality and social space for ECNL girls, ECNL boys, and collegiate coaches. Quick Goal will also be the presenting sponsor of the national championship winning ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Coaches of the Year and the ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Goals of the Year. Quick Goal looks forward to helping the ECNL continue to elevate the standards of youth soccer and provide more opportunities to players on and off the field in the coming years. From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, Gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best. For the athletes who give everything, nothing beats Gatorade, the studied, tested, and proven fuel of the ECNL. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. I'm Dean Linky as we're talking about this exciting weekend, the fifth annual ECNL Coaching Symposium and AGM, joined by Jason Cutney, Jen Winnego, Doug Bracken, as well as the president and CEO, Christian Labors. Christian, we'll turn it over to you to have a full-scale discussion and overview of the speakers at this exciting event. Thanks, Dean. I'll just go through them in the order that they're actually going to present by our schedule. And the first one is Doug Lemoff, who's our coaching methodology advisor, and he's going to tee off the symposium with a topic about cognitive science and connecting it to coaching. Doug is a brilliant individual. He's a New York Times bestselling author. The way that Doug actually was connected with the league is I read a book. It was either Teach Like a Champion or Practice Perfect. It was one of his first published books. And it was such an incredible piece of 
work in terms of the information. And within the book, and it was about teaching, he had lots of examples that involved soccer. And I remember thinking this guy must have some sort of connection to the game because he wouldn't use all of these soccer examples when he comes to sports if he didn't. And I think I first got connected with Doug by sending him a direct message on Twitter and just saying, hey, would you be interested in coming out to this soccer event and presenting? Here we are several years later. He was out at our symposium three years ago. He's certainly one of the most popular presenters we've ever had. He's been a rock star on the podcast, as you know. We're really looking forward to his two presentations in the next couple of days. So the second presentation is going to be from Becky Burley and Brett Ledbetter. Doug was actually instrumental in getting those two into this symposium. So I'll turn it over to Doug to say a little bit about Becky. Yeah, I mean, one of our partners, Huddle, had kind of mentioned Becky. I've known Becky for many, many years, had several of my former players play for Becky. And I actually knew Becky when she was coaching at the NAI level. I just have had always had a lot of respect for her. I think she's a big culture, family type person as it relates to her teams. Obviously, she has to be best known for leading that Florida team to the national championship when it seemed like North Carolina had like a had their claws in it and nobody was ever going to get a, get it away from them with Danielle Futopoulos and that crew. I've always found Becky to be very engaging and I think she has a lot of insight on just dealing with female athletes and creating a winning culture. She brings that interesting perspective. And I, I guess the cherry on top is that she got to spend some time with the Orlando Pride as their interim coach this past year. So she got that pro perspective right there at the end that I'm sure will add to what she brings to the table. Becky, she may not know it, but uh, I met her over a decade ago and uh, in my coaching days and just influential, her mentorship along the way, being a woman and what she's done for the game, especially on the collegiate side has been great from afar and getting to know her personally has been great. I'm, like, her energy, her connection to players and directors. I know Doug touched on that a little bit. I'm really excited to see her speak on a different platform, a different level and really bring her into the ESL community. With Becky, her co-presenter is a guy named Brett Ledbetter. He's an author as well, like Doug, and he's written a, a bunch of books, What Drives Winning, What's Really Important, What Drives Winning Teams. He's given TED Talks. He's a consultant to athletic departments and coaches around the country in a lot of sports. He's actually a basketball guy by trade, but I also got a chance to see him. We had already booked him, but he was also presenting at the United Soccer Coaches Convention last weekend in Kansas City. And he is a really good presenter, really unique delivery, incorporates a lot of different stuff. Together, those two are going to be a really, really good combination. Their first topic will be what drives winning teams. And that'll be the second presentation of the night on Friday before we go and close the evening Friday with our AGM, which we'll talk more about later. And then a little social networking time presented by huddleandsoccer.com. Then on Saturday morning, we'll start out with our new presenter, Mark Williams. Mark was recommended to us by a few different people. He's a sports scientist with a lot of experience in skill acquisition and talent ID. He's a professor of kinesiology at the University of Utah. He also has written a book recently called The Best, How Athletes Are Made, studying the development of professional athletes across a wide variety of environments. And Mark has consulted or done work for the IOC, for FIFA, for the English FA, for UEFA, 
the Premier League, and you could go on and on with sort of a who's who of acronyms that Mark has done work for. So he's going to bring some, I think, very interesting practical information to us. His first talk is going to be a little bit of an overview of his book called The Best, How Elite Soccer Players Are Made. I'm certainly excited to hear a lot more from, from Mark because he talks about the mindset and all that goes into the pro athlete and developing those athletes. And we, we can start to learn some of the commonalities that exist between those athletes. And then for us as directors and coaches, how to apply it to our own youth clubs and youth players. After Mark, Doug Lemoff is again going to present. And obviously we've already talked about Doug. His second topic will be the art of the stoppage. And we'll also have a presentation again from Becky and Brett on what drives winning environments that will talk about all the things around the team that are important to manage to have success within your team. And then another presenter will come onto the stage in the afternoon on Saturday, Christina Fink, who's the ECNL mental performance advisor. And she is presented as well previously to us. She's a sports performance psychologist by trade, a former Olympic athlete in the high jump actually from Mexico, where she set some records for Mexico that stood for a very long time. And she's worked across a variety of soccer organizations from professional clubs and leagues to the Football Science Institute in Spain. Jason, you've actually done a lot of work with Christina as we've prepared some other stuff that she's maybe going to deliver later in the year. But can you give us a sense about Christina and what you're looking forward to in her topic, which is creating an environment for effective and impactful coaching? Yeah, I mean, Christina is beyond accomplished in this field. And, and I got to know Christina actually years ago when I was on a site visit to Philadelphia Union and, and doing some work with their academy. But the way she is able to deliver messages to coaches in ways that they can pragmatically use it on the field and in, in the classroom setting is impactful in and of itself. And I think that's really for me, when we talk about these players at the higher levels of the game on the youth side and how to help them get ready for college, how to help them in their future beyond the youth game, how to deliver that criticism and how to help them with the messaging. Those are things that Christina will bring to our directors and our coaches in a very insightful way and helping them kind of twist their brains in ways that they normally wouldn't. As we all know, when you're a coach, you have to be able to deliver harsh messaging. You have to be able to give the truth and the honesty to the players and to the parents. And I think those are two areas where Christina can really dive in and help our instructors, our directors, our coaches, our staff get better. I've also had the opportunity, Christian, to See, Christine, I spent a week with Philadelphia Union Academy, and I saw her interacting with the players as well as the coaches. So I think she's got some great insight as to our delivery and how to be effective in our communication and when we're dealing with young athletes. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how her program and her talks have evolved since I've seen her because it's been it's been several years. After Christina, Mark Williams will come back to the stage to talk about effective practice and instruction, challenging tradition in soccer training, which I think will be an interesting comparison to some of the things that Doug also probably talks about with respect to cognitive science and that how that's informing some changes in coaching. And then to close the event, we have Cody Gandy, who's a former U.S. Marine and a leadership instructor for Echelon Front which is the leadership consultancy founded by a couple of Navy SEALs, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. And Jason has a personal connection to those guys, and he was able to get Cody in, and he'll close the symposium for us. And I'll let Jason talk a little bit about Echelon Front and some of the messages that Cody's going to try and deliver.
Yeah, this is an interesting one for me. I, you know, I, I do have a personal connection, as Christian mentioned. I, we lost a family member in 2011, Navy SEAL, that was killed in action. And that is what ultimately introduced me and my family to Leif Babin and to Jocko, but especially Leif. And I stayed in communication with him because I read the book that Leif and Jocko wrote, which was Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy SEALs Lead and Win, which was a New York bestseller. And for me, it changed my life. It changed the way I thought about leadership. It, it showed my own flaws in leadership in a major way, in a glaring way. And I think the, the way that these guys are looking at all these types of issues within leadership, you know, they understand that there could be no leadership where there is no team and that there's no bad teams. There's just bad leaders. And it really makes you look inside and, and at what you're doing with your team, with what you're doing with your staff and your employees. And really the, the way they related to us through their book is how they did it in battle-tested life and death situations on the field, right? And so for us as soccer coaches and mentors and directors of soccer coaches, there's a lot of things that we do in our normal course of action each day. I don't know if we always take time to think about the lessons learned at the highest levels outside of our game and how we can apply those to the way we lead and help us win in new ways. And, and for me, bringing Cody in and, and bringing his, you know, the lessons from extreme ownership and his own experiences through the U.S. Marines, I think will open a lot of eyes and minds, I hope, to, uh, to new ways that we can lead within our organizations when we go back. Christian, I've watched and listened to Jocko and Leif a lot. Obviously, Cody is the one coming in, but the thing that has really resonated with me and, and been super interesting to me is their ability and, and they, how much they talk about taking a step back and viewing things from outside of what's happening at that very moment so that they change their emotional response to it. That was always a very interesting point they made. And I think it has such a parallel to coaching and really, honestly, everything you do in everyday life, being able to step outside of what's happening, make an assessment without emotion where you're more clear-headed and those kinds of things. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. I think the military has a lot of really interesting parallels in some ways. So I'm really excited to just kind of listen to what Cody has to say and, and how that resonates to coaching and, and what we do. As you can see, Dean, it's quite a lineup of speakers and presenters we have for this event. As Jen said earlier, we've never had this many people come in. So there's going to be a real interesting, I think, back and forth or change in perspective from one to the other. But when you've got people coming in, speaking from a background of the military to professional sport at the highest level, to psychology and understanding the emotions and to cognitive science and how that should inform practice, it really should be a robust discussion of a lot of ideas that I think will have a lot of diversity to them in terms of topic, but will also have a lot of similarity and overlap if only there's a different perspective on how these presenters bring them to the table. So I think it'll be a fantastic event. We're really looking forward to it. Indeed, great topics, great speakers, great leaders as part of the ECNL Coaching Symposium that will take place this weekend in Las Vegas. You heard Christian Labors, the president and CEO, also mentioned that on Friday night, it'll be the AGM portion of this weekend. We come back, we'll have an overview of the ECNL AGM on Breaking the Line the ECNL podcast. Soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels. 
we've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players, fans, and coaches since 1984. Living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves, our goal at Soccer.com is to inspire you to play better, cheer louder, and have more fun. Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game. ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Dean Linky, pleased to be joined by the president and CEO, Christian Labors, Vice President Doug Bracken, the Chief Operating Officer and Girls Commissioner, Jen Winnego. We said goodbye to the Boys Commissioner, Jason Cutney, but we continue the discussion with Christian, Doug, and Jen. We've covered the Coaches Symposium part of the ECNL, powered by U.S. Club Soccer, but you mentioned Friday night is the AGM. How about a broad stroke overview of the AGM ECNL style? Absolutely, Dean, and the AGM is a great event every year where we get to sit in front of everybody in the league and talk about where we're at and where we want to go, and where we also can get unvarnished opinions from our league members and can take questions that they have about what the league is doing or what we're thinking. So this year, for the first time, we're going to do a combined boys and girls AGM. In the past, we've done them on separate evenings, which is a lot more work on one hand. The reality is that these leagues have become more and more similar in the way they operate and what we're doing within them. And so we thought it made the most sense to do everything at once and have everybody in the same room because they're all peers. We also will have members of the regional league in the room for the first time as that competition has grown almost exponentially over the last couple of years. And so we're really excited to have so many people. I mean, I think we're north of 350 people that will be in the room for this event that are representing players from 8 to 18 in just about every state in the country. It's a real influential group. And we'll be talking about everything from a brief recap of the last couple of months of league operations, new programs that we want to bring forward here in the coming years. We'll talk about structure changes, rule changes. That might not be the most exciting topic, but it is important in a league and understanding where rules are moving and why. We'll talk a little bit about finance and our budget and sort of inform our membership of some of the stuff we do there. And then we'll look at player identification and other areas where we may have new ideas come from the membership. Some of our best ideas have come out of the membership in that regard when we talk about the national selection games and other things we've launched in the last couple of years. So That'll be a short presentation. And then maybe the favorite of everybody in that point is there'll be conference breakouts after that presentation. So the formal presentation will probably be about 30 minutes. And then we allow all the conferences to get together and talk about the issues that matter most to them in their conference and its structure, their schedule, or anything else they think that the league can or should do to help make the day-to-day -day better. 
And that is where we've actually seen a lot of requests for more time in the past for people to have that informal networking. And we're going to make that a reality at this AGM. And on top of that, what Christian said, getting everyone together in the same room, boys, girls, club competition and regional league. I think it's, it's really interesting. I'm excited to see it. The breakouts, like you said, is that's the most exciting part for our membership, just getting together and talking shop looking forward and sharing ideas unvarnished, I think was the quote that Christian used. But on top of that, it's, it's also the first time that we're going to have a heavy presence of U.S. Club Soccer, our sanctioning body and the leadership personnel on site involved and presenting our symposium, having a, a bigger presence. I'm excited to see that. And again, to move forward, to solidify our relationship and to, to see what else we can provide to the game. So the conversations, I think that's been the theme throughout this podcast is what we're most excited about learning from these experts getting pushed outside of comfort zones is really important but really just seeing what is next for the ecnl and every everything that comes out from it the thing about the agm it changed quite a lot over the over the years as we've gotten bigger but the growth of the league has been man like christian said really hard to even fathom i just think it's important for us to keep that connection to our membership that's really what we started based on and what we've been about the entire time. I mean, this is a league run by people who do the same thing that the people we're going to be talking to this weekend do. So for me, that's the most important thing here is making sure we have the pulse, our finger on the pulse of what our membership wants, what they need, how we can make this the best experience possible for all the people involved in it. And then just how we can keep moving this league forward and trying to be the very best league we can be and be the standard of excellence in youth sports. I think having that connection to our, our membership is really critical. We can never, ever forget that. And the AGM and being able to present and bounce ideas off each other, I think is is critical with that effort. As we wrap up this discussion, I think it's worth mentioning again, your mission is to raise the game by elevating standards and experience in all aspects of youth soccer. But more importantly, as I think about this AGM and I think about the time that I've spent with all of you in the last year plus, one of the things I've heard, not just from you, but from most of every guest we've had on is the fact that ECNL is set up to listen and to learn and then to pivot appropriately so that it works for everybody. And that's what will be elevated, right? This weekend in Las Vegas, right, Christian? You hit it on the head there, Dean. We try and listen to the membership about what they want. Then we figure out what we can do to solve their problems or to exploit the opportunities that people identify. And then we say what we're going to do. And then we do what we say. The AGM is really a pivotal point for that because it's a point where we get feedback, a point where we can cast some vision. And then it's a point where we're accountable then to fulfill and execute on that vision. It's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be great to see everybody. There's going to be learning. There's going to be fun. There's going to be networking. We're excited to have you there, Dean. I know we have several interesting podcasts set up that you're going to run with multiple people on each on some really interesting topics that our listeners will see come out over the coming months. But it's going to be a great event. We're excited for it. Excited you're going to be there. Hope everyone is ready for Las Vegas. Once again, I want to thank Jason Cutney, the boys commissioner. Great to have the COO and Girls Commissioner, Jen Winnego. Look forward to seeing you this weekend in Las Vegas. Jen, thanks for being on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Thanks, Dean. Excited to see you and looking forward to getting everyone in the same room. And Doug Bracken, the Vice President. Likewise, thanks so much for being on this ECNL podcast, previewing this exciting weekend.
Yeah, Dean, I think Christian and I are going to have a chance to sit down with you while we're in uh, Las Vegas. Always great to see you and uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, it's going to be good fun. And Christian Labors, thanks for having me and thanks for being on this podcast previewing this exciting weekend. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Dean. That's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Don't forget the ECNL, fifth annual ECNL coaching symposium this weekend as well as the AGM. We'll see you in two weeks for another edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Thanks for listening to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.theecnl.com. And if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest, please email us at info at theecnl.com. Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast is an ECNL production. ECNL, more than a league.